Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Tether, it's a controversy. Soldier Boy wants to make his own crypto. And the Biden administration, what does it mean for crypto? Coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. What's up, everybody? Today is Wednesday, January 20th, 2021, Inauguration Day. However, it's not starting off well because those crypto prices are not looking good. Before I get into those crypto prices, I just want to say I hope that everything goes well. There's 20,000 plus National Guard in D.C. right now and around the country in states' capitals. So best thoughts, wishes, and hopes that nothing goes awry today. Let's just have a cool day going to January 21st with some new Bitcoin all-time highs. But today, we are not looking pretty. Here are those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11.10 Eastern Standard Time. And it is bloody out there, everyone. It is bloody. Bitcoin is sitting at $33,493.22, down almost 10% from yesterday. Ethereum, $1,255.42, down 10.8%. Litecoin, $139.21, down 14.2%. Chainlink, $19.34, down 11%. And XRP, $0.28.3, cents, down 7.2%. Total market cap for all the cryptocurrency dropping below the $1 trillion mark at $972.3 billion, a loss of 8.5% from yesterday with the BTC dominance of 65.3%. I bet everybody's wondering why we're having such a big pullback today. Well, yesterday we had a pretty good run-up. We saw $37,000 plus Bitcoin. We saw all-time high for Ethereum. And we also saw good altcoin prices across the board. And so it's natural that the market is just going to cool off a little bit. Well, I think it's cooling off a lot of bit for what it did yesterday. So this is a little bit abnormal. However, I think it's mixing the natural market ebbs and flows with a little bit of caution about today. You know, since there's the inauguration, we saw what happened on January 6th. People are probably taking a little bit of caution with the markets right now to make sure everything goes smoothly. So they're pulling a little bit of money out. That with a natural correction, we're seeing a little bit bigger pullbacks than normal. And come tomorrow, we're going to see it just start to inch back up again. We're taking one step back, one large step back for possibly two big steps tomorrow. So like I said, it's probably two things. One, the natural ebbs and flows. We're just taking a big step back because of a big leap forward yesterday and with a mix of caution because of the inauguration. And moving on to today's news. Zappo is setting up a fully-fledged bank in Gibraltar. The crypto custodian is in its final stages of gaining full accreditation institution license. The new bank expects to serve wealthy clients in emerging markets. Gibraltar's finance minister, Albert Isola, who was on the show, by the way, November 27th, you can look that up, great conversation. He said, unquote, Zappo has been licensed here for some time, and obviously what happens is when you get to know a jurisdiction, the regulators get to know you. Firms will always be extending their licenses to cover more and more different things. And that progressed into a fully accredited institution here, said Isola. This works directly into Zappos' plans in their May 2020 blog post, where they said they want to expand beyond Bitcoin and become a fully digital bank. 
they want to focus on clients that are mostly in emerging markets. Serving U.S. markets would require a lot of effort, time, and investment. It would also require a separate organization within Zappos to support it, and it would still yield a worse product than we can offer internationally. Soldier Boy, the rapper that made Crank That, has teased that he might want to make his own cryptocurrency. But the response on Twitter after he asked the question, thoughts on me creating my own cryptocurrency, were pretty negative. Let me read some of these replies to you. Purple Suede 22 said, bad idea, bro. Just buy Bitcoin. Crypto Wendio said, I would just make NFTs and monetize with that. Litecoin Moses, he said, it would end badly for you. And the Crypto Monk said, best way to get in trouble very quick. Many celebrities have faced legal trouble for promoting cryptocurrencies. So I guess the consensus is, why deal with that when you can own Bitcoin? Let's hope Soldier Boy takes the professional's advice. A title I wish I had, but I do not, not by a long shot, a crypto whale. The number of Bitcoin addresses, or crypto whales, holding over a thousand Bitcoin, or roughly $35 million, has surged since the beginning of 2021. There have been 164 new whales already since January 1st. How many addresses hold more than 1,000 Bitcoin altogether? Well, that's 2,440. Now, don't get confused that there are 2,440 people out there with $35 million in Bitcoin. That's probably not the case. It's probably that there are multiple addresses holding this one person's Bitcoin. So maybe there's 1,000 in one address, a person has 1,000 in another address, and 1,000 in another address which makes them even richer than $35 million, but it takes the number of total people holding that Bitcoin down. Another thing I want you to keep in mind is that a lot of times these crypto media companies say how many active Bitcoin wallet addresses there are, which means that they hold a little bit of Bitcoin and they've been used because they got a deposit or they are hodling or whatever. Just remember that one individual person can have multiple addresses. So if they say, for example, there are 100 million active Bitcoin wallets out there, that doesn't mean that there's 100 million people hodling Bitcoin because one person could have, say, example, a Bittrex, a Coinbase, a Binance, plus mobile wallets, plus hardware wallets like a Ledger and a Trezor, and they have maybe 10 to 15 Bitcoin addresses themselves with a little bit of Bitcoin in all of them, which isn't uncommon. So just also keep that in mind. With all the talk recently about freedom of speech, privacy, and censorship, wouldn't it be great to search the web with an uncensorable browser? Well, with Brave Browser, a web browser built on privacy, you now can do it using the IPFS system, the Interplanetary File System. This is a distributed protocol for file sharing. And to do this, there's instructions in the show notes. Click this link, it'll tell you how to do this. But one thing I can tell you right now is update your Brave Browser or download it and make sure you're downloading or updating to the 1.19 version. And then follow the instructions in the link and enjoy uncensorable web surfing. Tomorrow I have General Counsel of Horizon Labs, Dean Steinbeck, and we're gonna be talking about the Biden administration appointments and what does it mean for crypto. I'm looking forward to that conversation. But real quick, my opinion is that government is always hindsight 2020. They're incentivized to be. What do I mean by that is that they look back at certain situations happen and then they just say, I have a solution, follow me, instead of proactively trying to create solutions before there are problems. I mean, here's some examples. The internet. I mean, people have fought the internet for 20, 30 years already, yet the internet is still not a utility. We've been talking about having control over your data for a long time, at least I've been talking about for five years, yet the government still allows Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all these companies to mine your data and use it basically against you. I mean, Cambridge Analytica, great example. And all the ads that pop up all the time 
that are somehow crazily eerily directed at you about something you just said five minutes ago. Totally bizarre. And cryptocurrency is not gonna be any different. With cryptocurrency and blockchain technology, it's only gonna be hindsight 2020. What is the biggest mainstream cryptocurrency news right now? Is that $500,000 in crypto was sent to somebody to use it on January 6th against the capital. And now because of that minor transaction, we're talking about we have billions and billions of daily volume. That one transaction is going to make a hindsight reaction from the government. And then you have Janet Yellen, who's gonna be appointed to the Biden administration, is gonna come out and say, Bitcoin is used for fraud and money laundering and yada, yada, yada. When we know for the majority of all transactions and use cases, that is not true. And it's not the majority. It's the vast, 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 vast majority. So what I expect from government in general is to not be forward thinking, not to have any cojones and put their self out on the line to try to make proactive policy, but to wait till everything has a political motive and make knee jerk regulation and reactions to some policies that hinder industries and not protect the people or foster innovation and growth. That's what I'm expecting out of this Biden administration, but I'm looking forward to talking to him tomorrow. And finally, every time there's Bitcoin run-ups, there's always Tether FUD. And the FUD is usually that Tether isn't fully backed by the US dollar. See, Tether is a stable coin. And that means for every US dollar given, they can mint one USDT. So $1 given, one USDT minted. Currently, Tether's market cap is $24.7 billion. Meaning that for the 24.7 billion USDT in existence, there needs to be 24.7 billion US dollars backing it. And the New York Attorney General says, we want to make sure. So Tether and Bitfinex, owned by iFinex, has produced 2.5 million documents and gave it to the New York Attorney General. Yet it said it's going to need about 30 days to finish turning over all the documents that the New York Attorney General might need for this evaluation. The company maintains that the USDT is fully backed by the reserves. Now, a couple of things that are worrying everybody is that Tether announced at one point that the Tether is only backed by around 74% by the US dollar. Other allegations is that it's not backed by totally the US dollar, but US dollars or equivalent. Now, what is that equivalent? Is it Bitcoin? For example, is it kind of like a Ponzi back where you have Bitcoin at $1,000, it goes to $10,000, and then you use that $10,000 Bitcoin to back $10,000 more Tether. So therefore you have $11,000 a Tether printed for $11,000 of the same Bitcoin. <laughs> it, th this is one of the speculations. And the real biggest thing about this is that what happens if they prove that Tether isn't backed by anything, which I highly, highly doubt that that's the case. And what happens to the market if this comes out that it isn't fully backed? Dan Held said on the Breakdown podcast that Tether's market cap is only $24.7 billion. This is juxtaposed to Bitcoin's market cap around $650 billion. It's only a small percentage, so fine, you stop $24.7 billion, we have a major pullback in Bitcoin, and we can continue on with the Bitcoin normal cycles, as we always do, with another stablecoin, USDC, BUSD, or any other stablecoin that could fill in for Tether. So what's the big deal? Second of all, a lot of people say that you can't redeem your Tether for US dollars, which Sam Bankman-Fried said, the CEO and founder of FTX Exchange, he said, it's funny that you hear people claim that you can't redeem USDT for US dollars. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You can because we do it all the time. He's implying that for his exchange, FTX exchange, which handles a lot of OTC, which handles millions or hundreds of millions of dollars of transactions a day, he deals with USDT for those transactions and gets US dollars for them. 
So in this stablecoin FUD, in this Tether FUD, I want everybody to be not too worried about it. Be worried that, hey, you know, something could come out that kind of rattles the market a little bit. But is Tether fully fraudulent? Probably not. Is it 100% backed? Maybe not. But whatever the case is, it's going to be a temporary setback. And where there's a gap in the market, say a stablecoin that has lots of volume, it has about $100 billion of volume, by the way, in the market, it will be filled in by another stablecoin because the need is there. So what I recommend is let's relax, let the attorney general do his job, get all the paperwork there, have them go through the paperwork and evaluate it in a logical, sensical manner, and then make a statement. And the statement more than likely is gonna be, hey, let's dot some I's and cross some T's, and we'll be good to go. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. We'll be back tomorrow with two interviews. We have Sergey Nazarov, co-founder of Chainlink, and we're going to talk about Ethereum's all-time high price. And we also have Dean Steinbeck, the general counsel of Horizon, talking about the Biden talking about the Biden administration and what it means for crypto. I'll see you tomorrow. Happy hodling, everybody.